0: This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. You're in the storm center. Here's your host, Langston Johnson.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this year's edition of the Storm Center Football Podcast. I'm your host, Langston Johnson. I'm being joined, as always, by my right-hand guy, John Kay, and we have a special guest for you guys today, Tristan Edwards, a senior O-lineman, pulling up with us today. So, as we always do, we did last year, we're going to run with the same format, so uh, John and I are going to talk about... uh, John has the offense that's right John you have the offense right yeah yeah okay so John has our offense uh I take our defense and then we talk a little bit about uh the school that we are going against which in this week happens to be Manchester as we open up the season on Thursday which is a unique unique start from all the other games that are normally Saturday afternoon games but uh the first game of the year against Manchester normally tends to be on a Thursday night so John how was your summer?
2: It was good. Like I talked about on Three Strikes, you know, I just worked all summer. That's all I did.
1: That was a nice plug right there. Nice plug to the make Three sure Strikes.
2: To, make sure to check it out.
1: Three Strikes podcast. Tristan, how are you doing? How was your summer?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, my summer was pretty much the same as John. I just worked back home. So, yeah, it was pretty pretty easy, worked out. So.
1: Yeah, that's really how it goes. That's how everyone's summer goes. Just very, all
2: about working and making money. Very eventful, you know, just work getting yelled at by customers.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how it goes, isn't it? As a, college, as a college kid working. Yeah, it's really unfortunate that it goes like that. All right, here we go. Now to start off the pod. John, take us through the Thunder offense this season.
2: Well, as everybody knows, last year, obviously, offense was electric as Tristan had a firsthand account blocking for Lamar Carr as well and watching Jeffrey Barnett catch the ball. Those two guys are gone now. So it's going to be interesting to see how the offense changes. Our offensive coordinator also gone, but this is a team that ran for three hundred and four yards a game, four yards a game, and averaged seven sixteen and a half yards per completion, scoring forty two points per game. Now we know about Jacob Chesney, Seth Boggs at receiver. They can definitely take the workload for Jeffrey Barnett. But how do you guys replace? How are you guys re- replacing Lamar this year? Um, I mean, as you
0: can pretty well see watching Lamar, he's almost irreplaceable. But uh, we have a couple young guys stepping up big here. Um, I know Baby Cheese, they call him. Uh, He's going to be taking a lot of reps for us at running back. Cameron is the quarterback, so he has an understanding of the offense. And then a couple of the uh, freshmen also are stepping up from what it looks like.
2: Baby Cheese, that's Dylan Dowling, correct? Correct. Correct. All right. So, obviously, again – we're returning a lot of the old line i think the only person that's not coming back is sammy hagar yep. so i mean four that played a lot last year actually five i think you guys rotated at right guard so that's a whole offensive line right there how much do you think that's going to affect the running game having all the young backs but having an experienced line who knows how to get the job done that can help them out It'll definitely be, I think, one of our strengths as an offense.
0: Uh, obviously, having Routes and a four-year starter myself, Bergman has been traveling for four years. I mean, that's uh, really hard to have a lot of times, that experience of a group on any part of the field where you've had three guys travel for four years, Meeker's in his third year traveling, uh, LaFountain's coming back again. I mean, like you said, it's, it's really insane to have that much experience in one position group. And it's really nice to have it in the O-line because we set the tone for the entire team, basically.
2: Yeah, and I mean, from personal experience being in that room, one of the best groups on that team and just downright nasty. And that's what you want in an O-line because obviously you got to protect your guys. So you want that nasty group, and it helps to have all that experience because now you guys – Obviously, you know all the calls, you know the offense, but you also know what each other are going to do having been together for so long. Mm -hmm. So that definitely, I think, is going to play a big factor. So obviously, I know you saw the article. You had to have. You've definitely seen it. Pick second to – or tied – pick to finish tied for second in the conference. I don't see that happening. I see us winning it again
1: yeah i mean we're bringing back i mean like you talked about it's good to definitely have uh a lot of the same O-line back because like you said, uh, the O-line sets the tone. If you have a bunch of new guys on the O-line, um, even it could take them a couple of weeks just to figure out exactly, you know, what's going on, how exactly the coaches want things done and stuff like that. So to have a, an experienced O-line is especially very important to the offense because, um, for, for literally for those reasons. So, um, there are definitely a lot of question marks around. Um, obviously once we get to defense, uh, that's going to be one of the things that I talk about, but, uh, I think that this team is still skilled. You have a lot of guys uh that can can come in make plays that are may not exactly be familiar with any with everyone but uh that can come in and make plays and know exactly what they're doing so yeah I mean I don't see why this team can't finish first in the conference at all
0: um I mean it's definitely a little bit of motivation as you would as you would know uh coming in and seeing that after being back to back um so definitely the motivation there, and especially as seniors now, uh, kind of like Coach told us in a meeting earlier, it's ours now. Um, this is our legacy on the line. The past two senior classes have had theirs, and this is our chance to cement ourselves.
1: Looking over at the defensive side of the ball, um, still a lot of question marks with uh, with the defensive backs, um, obviously, as all of the starting DBs graduated, right, Tristan? That's right. So, yeah, you have, obviously, uh, Marcus Winters, Khalil Hill um, as as the corners, uh, Robert Riley as your free safety, uh, just to name three that were out there, um, which were huge, huge parts to what the defense brought and and kind of making it a no-fly zone, as all of the DBs like to call it. and. and they did a really good job of picking people off um, and even being run support at times, too. So those are huge question marks. Obviously, Simeon Washington is going to be a senior this year. This, uh, he's my candidate for strongest guy on campus. Uh, he's coming back. He led the team in tackles. He had 89 tackles on the season last year, which was 20 more than the next closest person, which happens to be Sam Cavanaugh, who is also going to re- be returning for his, his junior season, uh, both at the linebacker position um but after that uh it's 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 definitely going to be a little bit of a question mark um I'm interested to see what the defense can do who is going to fill the spots um Tristan I know you're not really out there with the defense but has there been anyone that has kind of stood out to you anyone when you guys go against the defense I know you I mean I know obviously you have your head down you're trying to block the person in front of you uh which it's kind of tough to see what everyone else is doing. But even from even from the D-line uh, aspect, who has been really stepping up so far?
0: Um, I mean, generally, really just everyone. Uh, coming in, it's, it's always tough to go against the ones and twos in practice because, I mean, they're the best at their high school coming in here, same as we all were. Right. Um, so they're all quality players and everything, and it's a tough group out there. Uh, and just speaking for the defense in general, they – always have done a great job of, you know, getting off the field, getting turnovers forced for us. So,
1: yeah. It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, I'm excited to see what they come out and do. Obviously we'll have a lot more names to put to places next week. Once we kind of just see, you know, who goes out, who plays well, Uh, obviously you're asking, uh, Simeon to, to really lead the defense and he's going to be an absolutely huge part in, in what the defense can do. So, um, that is what what we're dealing with as far as as the try and thunder go. Um, it's going to be an interesting season. Obviously, John talked about their pick to finish second in the conference, this is tied for second. So um, that definitely adds motivation as from a team who has won the conference undefeated um, the last two years and and is really looking to build on that uh, coming in this season. For obviously, as our guest here, Tristan Edwards, his senior year. So kind of looking ahead a little bit to. Manchester um Manchester is a team that has struggled and is normally is not as good as as we are uh per se but you definitely can't come in and take take teams for granted um starting at starting at the quarterback position for them last year was Bryce Tomasi uh he threw for 872 yards on 48% completion percentage 9 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Uh so it's kind of a guy that they uh that they throughout there it's only going to be his sophomore year. Um, so getting pressure on him, trying to make him, you know, feel uncomfortable is going to be important. Also leading leading them in rushing yards was Donovan Henderson Jr. Uh he had 17 total touchdowns on 1268 yards. So it's going to be important just to kind of make sure, you know, Keeping everyone, or at least keeping those two guys, really contained. Make sure that make the uh, quarterback uh, just kind of keep him uncomfortable. Uh, make sure that that we get to him as much as can, and and then also keeping Henderson kind of under wraps as much as possible. And Henderson even uh, was third on the team in receiving yards, so it's going to be very important to to kind of keep him to keep him under wraps. John, what do you got about the defense?
2: All right, so talking about the. Manchester defense last year got torched. They gave up 395 yards on the ground and route to a 55-7 win. Just couldn't handle the thunder attack. But, again, a lot of change coming this year. Uh, Manchester gave up 380 yards a game last year, 200 of those on the ground. So, I think with our experienced offensive line and some of the freshmen that I've heard – good things about and then baby cheese as big cheese over here said just stepping up making plays in the run game uh manchester's returning three of their five leading tacklers senior linebacker justin thomas led the team with 78 last year he's back along with juniors nick tillman and connor sherwin but i expect more of the same outcomes this year from and in, in this game with trying just running wild again, because O line's gonna get a push, at which a op- run game's gonna be there, opens up play action and offensive explosion, boom.
1: Yeah, we know how it goes, Tristan. What do you think? What are you thinking for this for this week's matchup against Manchester?
0: Um, as always, it's like you said, it's gonna be a hard fought, tough game. Um, first game of the year, it typically is, just because everyone's you know getting their feet back under him for that, right? And, Uh, especially going into north manchester to play that uh last time i was there was my freshman year because we played Mm back-to-back home games against them the past two years so uh yeah that's that's definitely a tough crowd coming in or going into there and uh at their stadium it's all grass too so it's a lot different than what we're used to being on turf
1: yeah yeah speaking of turf brand new turf coming in uh it, it looks it looks super good. It looks really good. It's almost done. Is it how how much longer until it's like actually done? Till you guys will be out there practicing on
0: it? Uh, I've heard anywhere from a week to two weeks. Okay. So uh, I'm really not sure. There's stuff to get the pellets
2: in.
1: Ah, yeah, those darn pellets. The uh, I mean, they're, they're the worst. The Absol- pellets are always
2: the worst. Absolute worst. I mean, uh. you wear white socks at practice. There, there's gonna be black on like your ankles and stuff from the turf pellets.
1: And then you have to take your shoes off like four times the practice just so you can get all the pellets out of your shoes. Gosh, oh gosh, that was the worst. Don't
2: uh, don't drop your mouth guard. Yeah, either. oh
1: gosh, yeah. Then, no. you're, then you're chewing on pellets. Um, Tristan, so we obviously, we've talked about you being a senior. Um, so how important is it kind of for you to... Especially at the center position, how is how important is it for you to kind of be the anchor on the offense? With obviously you have uh, Brandon Winters back there at quarterback. He's going to be a senior, but it's only his second year, and and he's battling some injuries. I've heard through the grapevine. So, um, how important is it for you to kind of be the anchor for this for this not only the offensive line but for the offense in general?
0: Um, I think it's it's pretty important uh, from the aspect of. Just making sure everyone's on the same page, type thing. Uh, but kind of as John alluded to earlier, with so many returning guys, uh, like Routson makes a lot of our calls too. Uh, kind of helps Brandon on some of that stuff. Helps the tight ends. Um, just, just for the unity of everything. Make sure we're all on the same page with what's going on.
1: Um, also, how how was camp? Take t- so so from a guy who hasn't gone to a football camp since i was a senior in high school which is four years ago um take us through like what is what is your guys's camp like how intense is it well, take us through a little bit just a brief summary of it
0: um so you come in and you check in the first day or whatever and you're the only people on campus so it's really weird uh sitting here as we watch all these people walk to their classes around our little dome um and yeah you just come on you're the only people on campus and uh I mean, you're with the same people for a week or two weeks or however long it was. And then, uh, you know, you get, you get kind of tired of seeing the same people over and over that much. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you're eating all your meals together, everything. Um, I mean, you wake up in the morning, you go to a meeting, a team meeting or whatever. You go to a walkthrough, you get breakfast, then you get maybe half an hour off. You go to lunch and you go to another meeting and you go to practice for three hours. Uh, and you get out of practice, you get like half an hour to shower go to dinner and then you go to a team meeting and a position meeting again and then by then it's like 10 o'clock at night so it's it's every day all day um, and it was especially important this year to make sure we had everything in with a shorter camp than we've used used to have uh, getting the freshmen caught up to speed
1: yeah how how well have the so you talked about having a shorter camp? Um, how well have the freshmen adjusted? Does it seem then in past years just not having as long of a camp?
0: Um, I think they've adjusted really well, actually, which is really a good thing because in football there's so many sudden change opportunities and yeah. stuff. So uh, I think seeing that translates well to their future as a group, um, being able to adapt and uh, kind of change with what's coming at them.
2: So not only the freshman having to adjust, how different is the offense this year with a new offensive coordinator?
0: Um, you or is know it's it... it's same staff, so it's pretty similar, um, and kind of like we said, we have a lot of the same parts back. So uh, I don't know. I think I think a lot of people will be surprised by what we come out and do, but
2: yeah. Same base stuff then, that makes it a lot easier.
1: Yeah,
0: so. The question that that's
1: kind of really been curious about me that I've really been wondering is how much have you noticed a big change right from the jump, like right from that first day of camp, knowing that Lamar isn't in the backfield? Like how, how? How different, and this is definitely not a knock on anybody that is coming in, you know Lamar is obviously very special at what he did um he was very good at what he did as as the starting running back, so how different has it been um having somebody else other than Lamar and not necessarily being the same uh, type of playmaker, and that's definitely not a knock on on anybody else that's coming in It's just that Lamar was obviously special so how how different is that
0: um a lot of the difference is Lamar. Uh, I guess was so quick and explosive side to side that a lot of times we didn't know where he was going to be uh-huh. even as the offensive line um, and we're supposed to have a general idea I guess which was fine because I mean you'd, you'd see him squirt out for 82 yard runs, right right complete back side of the play right um, but a lot of our guys now hit the holes hard which is nice because we know exactly, know exactly where what they be. are right yeah um, they just and especially with uh, like uh, baby cheese Dowling um he very north south runner, which I love personally as an offensive lineman. Right. Like to see someone and get in there and butt heads with a linebacker. Okay, okay. And put him down. So that's that's real nice to see.
2: I think speaking from experience, nothing charges up an offensive lineman more than watching your running back go through the hole, meet a linebacker and just run him over. I think there's nothing that just gets you going more as a lineman because it's like you put in the work with the front four and then to watch him go through and that linebacker that – because there's one guy that's not going to be blocked. You know, 11 guys on the field, one's got to carry the ball. And right. Leaves a one-on-one somewhere and he just runs through him. When you get back to the huddle, there's a lot of, you know, slaps on the backs and then that next play, it just makes you want to run run through the guy in front of you again so you can watch it happen again.
1: So so he just talked about running through guys um, and leaving, leaving somebody. So has Simeon been run over by anybody?
0: <laughs> uh, I, I'm not really sure. You know, right off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. <laughs> but, but I'm sure if you check out practice once in a while, we o linemen may get a good shot on him once, once in a while.
2: I definitely haven't, but that was one of the scariest things the six weeks that I played was like coaches like "Yep, you're gonna act like you're gonna double team and then you're gonna go to the linebacker and he I was like okay so and I like looked when I lined up and I was like oh I got to hit Simeon yep and I went to go hit him and I was like oh I'm just gonna I'm gonna die I'm gonna die I'm gonna die and he just gave me a pop and I was like okay I can I can breathe again between having to try to block him and Malik that year yeah, there's there's plenty of times where I like closed my eyes thinking I was just, <laughs> I thinking I was dead. <laughs> oh, score! Oh, got, Ooh, got pick score, a score predictions.
1: Score predictions. Did Wh- you
2: get one last year?
1: No, I was so close. You were close. You were was, like a point off or something. I was, was one something. point off of one of the games. I can't oh, remember what point. Oh gosh.
2: Yeah, because you got mad at me after the first three yeah, weeks because uh, I was close, and then you, you got yeah, like one. And then point I got. Off.
1: I was one point off. Okay, John, you go first. You always go first. What's your prediction?
2: Um, after hearing the evaluation from the linemen here, I, I definitely think we can get the run game going, and that's going to lead, like I said, to play action and open up the pass game. So I think it's going to be 49-10. I think our offense, they might struggle a little bit, but I think as long as they don't turn the ball over, it it could be another high scoring game and another high scoring season. So forty nine tens in my pick. Um,
1: I'm gonna say, so I'm gonna say with a lot of new, with a lot of new guys on defense, and then just as far as trying to figure out what life is like post Lamar, I'm going with I'm going with thirty five seventeen. I think it'll be a little bit closer. It's the first game, obviously, so you're gonna have the mental mistakes even from. Even from the the experienced guys, like you know, get a false start from Tristan or something. Which I mean, it's a center, so I mean, I don't know. But you know, you have you have those you have those mental mistakes uh, that just happen. It's the first game. I mean, I even mean, if, if you watch college football the last weekend, you saw. I mean, I could I watched like you know would watch like twenty minutes of games and would see at least. At least one time where both teams had to call time out because the play clock was about to expire. So you have those mental mistakes; um, those are going to happen. Uh, so yeah, my my guess 35, 35-14. Tristan, you want to put in? You want to put in a guess? Or you going you gonna take a pass on this one?
0: I'm gonna abstain on this one. Uh, you know, just just hold
1: off on. I I, I respect it. I respect it because yeah, I'm sure your coaches wouldn't like that. Yeah. All I don't right. Know. So John, it's got 10. ten. Uh, I'm thirty five, 35-17. All right, well, that is going to do it for the first episode of the Storm Center football podcast. I'm your host, Langston Johnson. John K., go ahead. Plug uh, it
2: in. fan bus. Sign ups in the link.: Yes, go, go sign up, go sign up in the link.: I'm probably going after this, because one of us needs to go. That is probably fair. So sign ups in the link. Uh, go sign up for the fan bus. Follow us on Instagram at Tri Storm Center. Have it this time. There it we came go. Prepared.
1: There we go. Also, big shout out to Tristan Edwards. Thank you for coming through. Thank you for thank you for talking with us for a little bit for us for us non football
0: guys.
2: You want to you want to plug yourself?
0: No, no. Just thank you guys for having me again. It was fun last year. It's fun again. Uh, of
2: course. First first returning guest on the podcast. There
1: we go. Friend, we can we can say friend of the podcast.
2: Can I, mean, we say that? I mean, I say it about everybody that comes on the podcast.
1: Yeah, but now we have a recurring guest, so he's like a true friend I, of the podcast. I was, I was
2: already friends with him, so. Friend, he's been bugging, no, friend
1: he's, of the podcast. He's
2: been bugging me since freshman year for this. Like, as soon as he found out, he's like, ah, dude, can I be on that? Even though I'm pretty sure I talked about that last year.
1: Fine. Friend, sorry, there we go. Friend he's of the he's podcast. officially a, friend of, a podca- friend of the podcast. Yeah, there we go. Ooh. Friend of the podcast. Big, big good luck to you this season. We're definitely going to be looking for big things for you in the O-line uh and you know you guys give up sacks i'm coming straight to
2: you to talk to you about it so <laughs> yeah the most underappreciated underappreciated position p- in all of football positions in- that whole offensive line give the hogs some love of course
1: of course all right that's going to do it for us thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week